Welcome down to this week's episode of Paddy Talks Golf, powered by the beautiful people at 4 Golf Custom. If you don't know who 4 Golf Custom are, press pause, head over to Google, the old Google machine, and put in 4golf.ie. Um, they are like they, Derek, Dave, the family. Um, Derek and Dave have over 30 years, I think, of tour experience. Derek used to do Seve's wedges, used to do Retief Goosen's lies and laughs, even did a couple of things for Tiger, I believe. Um, best in the business uh, building better golfers each and every single day uh, I go there I know tens of people who've been there and there's, there's this far from West Waterford uh, that they know since they were 14 years of age this guy Hey I'm Seamus Power on the PGA Tour if you're looking for the best golf club reviews out there on YouTube just check out the guys at 4Golf Custom they've custom fit my golf clubs for years and they're the best in the business so yeah they take care of Seamus they take care of other people take care of other people on tour, and they can take care of you as well. So head over to foregolf.e forward slash booking to get yourself sorted for 2023. And consider subscribing to them on YouTube as well. The, that review of the Paradigm, the new Callaway Paradigm driver, it's class. Uh, meanwhile, you've pressed play today because maybe you saw it was Liam Nolan in the title. And you might have seen him in recent headlines for winning a certain Abierto Sudamericano amateur uh, down in, I think it was Ecuador. Uh, he was, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was Ecuador. Um, but he's been prolific on the Irish amateur scene over the last couple of years. Um, didn't win yet, but won the Sudamerico. Cano um, has come runner-up in the west of Ireland a couple of times. We get stuck in. A great lad. Incredibly modest for such a level golfer he is. Here he is. Galway man, Liam Nolan. Roll it there, Kalesh. Liam Nolan, are you ready to tee it up? I am. Let's go for it. That's the official start to the podcast. Do you like it? Uh, it is actually quite catchy, all right? Yeah, very relevant. Very relevant. <laughs> quite corny, is that? Um, for those who didn't know who you are until the last week or so, where are you from? I'm from Barna, which is out near the Gwail Tucked in Galway. Hop, hop. I got a ferry back into Barna once upon a time when I was about 14. A ferry into Barna. Yeah, from the from the islands. Oh, they they got rid of that ferry. You either have to go to Rossville now. Oh, or... I'm telling you, I'm showing my age now, haven't I? Straight into uh, the box. <laughs> a couple of generations older than you, Mister Nolan. That's it. Yeah, That's it. you just go to Irish colleges. You you get a ferry from Galway, um, and I got it from Barada, and was from, it might have been Galway City actually. But anyway, that ferry that used to be in Barada, maybe out to the islands and back, and sure all the doves. We're on it as well, do you know what I mean? Oh, Never yeah. been on a fucking boat in their lives. That's so it, the yeah. place was covered in puke by the time you arrived in the islands. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> they just couldn't handle it. But anyway, yeah. from Galway, from Barnes. So you've a couple of fucking Gwega, so have you? Or uh, is it last See, when I think Irish, I speak Italian because I lived in Italy for two years. So like, oh. I almost said like, also me in Italian there, anche mio. <laughs> It's like the, the, the Irish just goes like. Yeah, um, no, I, I, it would have definitely been one of my favorite subjects in school. I loved it. 
Love I love I loved it as well. I, I was looking at some great teachers um, yeah. who kind of taught it with stories and sure. I didn't, this I didn't have those now, but I had my granny speaks a lot of Irish because she's from a Gaelic up in the middle of Galway. So would have been lucky that way. Lucky that way. Oh, deadly. No, Kilkiran, I frequented a couple of times. Irish college for three weeks. Anyone who's outside of Ireland, this part of the conversation is completely lost. Yes, so Tom Coyne. Well, Tom Coyne probably knows about the graduates. And then I did a couple of years in in uh, the Iron Islands, uh, yeah. basically where it's where it's where young lads and girls go learn to kiss each other. Isn't that right? Um, well, I wouldn't have done much of that, but I I, I go to the Iron Islands for different reasons. <laughs> uh, these days, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> when you're like fourteen to seventeen, you can't be going there these days. For, no, for that, not quite. <laughs> um, to my knowledge, you're not on a golf scholarship, but we'll get into that in a bit later. We'll try and keep to the structure of these interviews a little bit. Liam Nolan, what is your earliest memory of golf? Um, I have. Plenty pictures of when I was a small boy out in the back garden swinging plastic clubs. Um, I suppose I, I kind of have flashbacks of them. See, my, da- my dad played a lot of hurling. He played for Galway. He won an All-Ireland in 88, but got pretty ill when he was maybe 26-ish. So I had to kind of give it up and then okay. took up the golf. So there would have been a big, strong golfing background early on. Um, so... The plastic clubs would have been bought off Santa all all the years growing up. Um and yeah, they were they were well bet in by the time the next Christmas came around. Oh, deadly, deadly. So your Galway Golf Club, would that be Gal- where Galway Golf yeah. Club, yeah, just there in Salt Hill. Oh, deadly. Can't so be. so being from Galway and being from a GA background, no doubt there was a couple of competing sports growing up. There was several, yeah. I I Six sports was the max I got to. I had to give it back into swimming pretty early. They asked me to go competitive and I just couldn't do the half five early mornings in the pool. But yeah, I played. My side of Galway now would be more Gaelic. So uh, rather than hurling, that'd be East Galway. So I played a lot of Gaelic soccer, uh, played a lot of basketball until I was 20, really, and had some ankle trouble. Uh, Golf then eventually got the... Got the the preference. <laughs> You're not the smallest bloke on on the sidewalk, and that part of Galway is there a bit of rugby in there. So I was there. Um, again, more kind of east east of the city. Um, would have been a long ways to travel for me now to go play <laughs> yeah. any kind of serious, uh, serious for any serious rugby teams. Um, I'm knock the head out some. That's one game I was always told I should have played, and one game I really didn't want to play because I always said if I had another life to kind of throw away and I didn't really care about any repercussions of sports I play I'd love to have given rugby a go yeah yeah no, I've definitely built for rugby but I'm not that's what I would have said but I'm not built for the bottom of a rock absolutely yeah. not <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> the plant buying passes and 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 running around the edges only, of I've only put now. on a bit of weight recently as well so uh, <laughs> up until now I don't think I would have been much use either <laughs> probably easy enough to fire me up in a line out is about the only the only thing when did golf take over um so i was kind of struggling between basketball and golf until maybe i won the leinster boys in 2018 and kind of from there i was like right and i always enjoyed both like i love basketball love golf 
Um, but yeah, I'd say that win in 2018 just kind of made it a bit more certain in my mind that, you know, I love the competition. I love the way it lasts over four days instead of 90 minutes, that type of a, mm. that type of a thing. So yeah, I'd say but you can make up for it on the second day if you didn't do great in the first day, you know, you don't get or 90 you minutes the back. Other way, but I, I, <laughs> I know I just, I, I love the competition. Yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely good. The fact it lasts four days as well. I would always try and ask people as well here, uh, chat to folks like yourself, was what was the compelling event to go all in on golf over something else? So you're going down, because generally at that age, boys are early men and you're winning stuff. Golf scholarships are generally on the menu. Is that on the menu for yourself? Like as in the States? As in the States or Maynooth or? Um... I was I was always always a pretty academic person as well, so I wanted to make sure. Well, first of all, I'm I'm definitely a home bird, you know. Like the grass is always greener at home, so uh, the states never really appealed to me. To be honest, I had a couple of offers, but nothing that really caught my eye. I'd probably go over for a few months, miss home, and then just want to come back. Um. And Minute, I was looking at the courses and I, I, I just I, I love Galway so much, to be honest. It's it's I, I, I don't I, I struggle to ever leave the place. Um, and there was a course I really wanted to do in NUIG. So I said, well, I'll school Nagalia for now. But I said I'd um, I said I'd, I'd stay at home and do what I can here in, in terms of golf. You're absolutely right. Does many have done that before you? A certain party Carrington is the qualified accountant. That's it. Uh, so, you know, absolutely. Uh, always have a plan B. Um, if if not, if golf isn't the plan B, right? Yeah. What's, what is the course out of interest? Uh, biomedical engineering. So, okay. Um, yeah, designing, manufacturing, medical devices, that type of a thing. As I was, I did, I did some months in Dupuy down in, uh, down in Ring of Skiddy. Oh, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah we can talk about that. Engineering. That's an entirely different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so decent. So you love how things work. Yeah, I suppose I'd be definitely interested in that. And I'm a type one diabetic myself, so I wear a few medical devices of my own. So, you know, always kind of, I've been exposed to them for quite a long time. Um, I had a good, a good friend of mine is type one diabetic. I didn't know what it was until I met him. And, you know, he, he used to be a professional footballer. So it's not like he had too many, you know, sour strips or dolly mix, which would be my fucking problem. It's just, exactly. just got it. Do you know what I mean? Just hereditary type of thing. Yeah. Um. So you have a beeper then? I have a beeper for sugars or? Yeah, I have a pump and then I have a, another sensor that, you know, kind of constantly tracks my blood sugar levels. So. I have to be checking a good bit on the golf course. So if anyone ever sees me with the phone out, it's it's not it's not texting. I am. It's uh, that's scrolling, making sure, making sure that I'm not going to pass away anytime soon. So I are you are you on the side where like you could be low on sugars, so you have to like floor three orange juices, um, or, is that, or is that someone who doesn't have their sugars under control? You yeah, if we get to that point, I probably I've probably missed the cut if we've gotten to that point because tech. Uh, usually the, the golf doesn't tend to be too good but uh, yeah pretty much my, my body doesn't produce any insulin so I wear the pump to you know uh, take that job uh, the insulin production and then I just monitor myself counting carbs all that stuff yeah 
it's wild so it's <laughs> no 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 like it's interesting in terms of like you're looking to perform at elite level mm. as a golfer and essentially traveling the world we'll get to south america in a bit in a while in a bit yeah, yeah. you know in terms of just how you manage that and it it takes a lot of forward thinking, I would imagine. Scott, Scott for Plank is also a type one diabetic. Actually, he would play the Champions PGA Champions Tour now, but he would have been pretty sure he played a Ryder Cup for the USA. If not, no, he would have been. Yeah, he was up there. He was up in Masters contentions as well. Again, showing my age, name. thanks. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks. I've researched a bit into him because I got it when I was fourteen, and I was like, God, does any anyone else have this thing that's in any way as good at the sport? So. Yeah. I, I I found Scott. All right, so give me a bit of a bit of confidence. No, deadly. You have been prolific on the Irish amateur stage, definitely over the last twenty four months. Yeah, uh, because that's how far I could go back in the wagger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because no, you've played so many events. I don't think there was a whole lot before that either. There was a couple of decent finishes, but I definitely matured late as a golfer. I was always able to go low. Well, like not like 59s or but I was I was able when I played well I played well and when I didn't I was awful so yeah it, it took me a while to kind of figure it out and then when I turned 20 I kind of last two two and a half three years I've been much more confident on the course for sure is that down to like your own refocusing of certain aspects of your game or is this like I'm not sure when you got involved, but like we'll say with the high performance team with Ireland and and playing for Ireland, or was yes, that around so two years ago? I made the men's team after the during like the height of COVID, pretty much. Um, you know, remember that season that was four events. 20, late twenty twenty, yeah, 2020, like we had Mullingar, Connacht stroke play, Munster stroke play, and the Irish close. And I, I played really well in some of those events, uh, pretty much most of them. Um, and that got me on the panel. I think I finished fourth in the order of merit. And I suppose the biggest change was distance control for me, mostly like I was hitting most of my approach shots pin high, gave me a lot more chances at uh, making birdies. And even when I miss screens, kind of straight enough forward, straight forward, up and down. So uh that was the big thing I noticed that changed between, you know, the years of me not scoring well and improving a good bit. And is that because you had a bin down the back of the garden that was a certain amount, certain amount of yardage away from your back door or? Well, no, it, it was it was a good bit of work with my my coach. We, we'd worked for uh, years on on speed and he always kind of said, um, you know, like swing swing fast now don't really care where the ball goes when we were when i was growing up like you can and then you have the speed it's better have the speed now and dial back rather than go and chase and speed when you're 21 22 you know get the get the foundations for it now so i so i suppose he had a a bit of a, a vision more so than i did you know of uh so it, it was very handy getting the speed back then and now feeling like I might be easing off it a bit with, 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 with good speed, you know? Oh, decent. So being a fellow who loves how things work, um, is that how you approach your golf swing? Are you like, are you like Maddie Wallace? Matt Wallace looks at his, all his positions. I look at like the first one and like where my arse is at impacts, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Matt Wallace looks at P1, P2 all the way to seven and, and all the way back, all the way through to finish, like whatever that I, is. Like, I wouldn't. I, I really don't like those when people use like P, uh, just drives me. I do look at the yeah. positions. Um, I would be pretty picky and harsh on myself where the club is at certain points in my swing. Um, but myself and coach, uh, we just kind of, he he kind of nearly tries to get me out of that for focus more on ball flight, hitting different shots, that yeah. type of thing. But then my own kind of scrutiny would have my, I, I'd be fairly fussy. So I suppose my swing would always be fairly, fairly in check, never too wild. Yeah. Like when people ask me, am I technical or whatever? I say, well, you can't be technical when you've got a 30 mile an hour wind off the right. <laughs> Going down, going, going down the twelfth. We'll have to right on the twelfth to be all right. In the hinge, that will yeah. it yeah, so yeah. Yeah, that wind uh, off the left on twelve is is quite nasty. <laughs> pretty good. It's the only thing that keeps my ball in bounds. To to be fair, um, <laughs> at the best of times, but like, yeah, I I definitely would be more of a a field player, and I use a position generally, whatever it is, P two, and then where how rotate that I might impact that's me because that's what yeah. I worked on like it's just getting getting myself around the ball good cover yeah that's it but uh seems like we we're the same did you know about that competition in South America last year South American amateur no yeah. Great Britain and Ireland haven't sent teams to it since I've been good at golf so like <laughs> so I think the last time they sent te- so it, it's it's co-run by the RNA. So England, Ireland, Scotland, Wales get two men invites and two women invites each. Um, so, and the last time they sent a team was 2019 before COVID, uh-huh. where I was fairly raw at the whole game. Um, but we got the fixtures list at the start of this year and I saw Ecuador and I was like, yeah, sign me up. I don't know when I'll, if I'll ever be back there again. Um, yeah, that's a I, great way to look at it. That's a great way to look at it. Yeah, Absolutely. I, I'm not gonna lie, I did have to look up exactly where Ecuador was after I'd confirmed that I would go. Um, <laughs> so just to make sure, um, like what yeah. part of South America, not that it was yeah. South America. I, I knew it was South America, I, I had a fair <laughs> idea, like it was somewhere in northern South America. Um, and I was right, but just to make sure, um, yeah, so I just saw it as a, a cool opportunity to go and go and, and, and see Ecuador. Uh, with the level of golf that was there, because people people think um, golfers have a great life and they travel the world and it's all fantastic and rosy in the garden. But um, I'm often reminded of it like, you know, when like you go on like a family holiday and you have to get like one connecting flight and it's absolute carnage and it takes you a day and a half to recover. Uh, from the sheer travel was there much like me time or downtime on that trip to South America for you to actually go explore a little bit yeah we were quite fortunate we actually we 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 had three full days before the tournament started so we 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 played golf you know we we kind of we we focus on conserving energy really because at altitude um you know your, your body burns a lot more like say calories and takes a lot more oxygen than it usually would um so we were i remember two days before a tournament we played an 18 hole practice round and we came off the course 
and we were so so tired like we were oh we were bet and we were like well we're, we're not playing 18 holes tomorrow so there was a lot of kind of downtime in that aspect because we were fairly focused on just you know taking it easy and we got to see the city quito which is the capital of ecuador that's where we were and a couple of other really cool um you know landmarks around the the city decent so i was looking at the scores back and like i realized guys are 41 and, and give yourself and max kennedy a chance on the final day but your scores overall were quite consistent with a 73 and then a 69 and a six, you know, 73. There wasn't like a 62 in the final day to win by one, no, is what I'm trying to say. You know? I, I, I just find it so funny of all the tournaments I've, I've gone to and I've just hit the ball so good and played so well and haven't won that, you know, like <laughs> I, that 73 on the first day was one of the most like, so scrambled like I scrambled so well like I I I getting used to the grass over there I I duffed four wedges like 50 yards on the first day of the tournament and then kind of gradually getting used to it and realize that you're playing you're actually playing really nice golf and then you know going and making some birdies so yeah it, it was a, it was a strange one to go from like reflecting on how I played the first day to to winning on the last day i would i wouldn't have foreseen that one coming at all <laughs> but you know it's uh yeah like i i think i deserve to win like judging on my my last day's performance and how well i, I played that day oh, deadly and like when you say like how well you played in previous events for for people's knowledge you're talking like top five in basically all the majors this year um the semi-finals in the south semi-finals in the north or no the north is stroke now so fourth irish men's top 30 the west second for the second year in a row but you'll get there you'll, you'll fucking you'll get online next year this year i'd say yeah um, we'll, we'll see yeah <laughs> third year lucky uh, that's ross's every year isn't it it is yeah 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 no decent so how many how much time have you left in college until you're biomedical engineer, are you going for the full doctorate? No, I'll just be doing the, the bachelor's. I'd say <laughs> I took. I'm just doing the four, and then I'm getting the fuck out. Yeah, that's that's the that's the aim. Yeah, <laughs> if, they, if if they let if if I can leave, yeah. Um, I I have a year and a half left, so I'm in my second semester of third year. But I I took a semester out this time last year to go play. You know my first full years of golf as a an Irish panelist so you know taking the opportunities there you know going to South Africa Spanish amateur all these like really cool tournaments so I sat down and with dad and I was like what do you think and he was like you're dead right you can you know college isn't going anywhere just make sure you go back so um yeah, that, yeah. that'd been the exact same advice I'd give anyone is there's an opportunity to take a hold of it but just tie up at the loose ends with the yeah. do the admin with so the college or, or with the welfare <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm trying to make both both work at the moment so it was nice yeah. to get a, ve a very nice start to the year before i even set foot on on campus <laughs> just you know take the pressure off you know they're, they're, to get like a nice win like that and then you know kind of ease back into college was a nice nice thing to happen 
College is generally back the last week of August or the first couple of weeks of September. So hopefully you'll be missing that this year. Right. That would be if I'm if I'm missing the first couple of weeks of college, I've played extremely well this year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Walker Cup and Walker Cup in the old course um, this year. So made the panel. Was that ne- was that on the goal list with your dad when you sat down kind of this time last year? Um, I, I wasn't really thinking too much about that. I I I said I'd love to make the Europeans team, the six man Irish team. Um, and I suppose, you know, making that and playing well in that, a, a product of that would be Walker Cup. You know, if you make that, you played well, hence Walker Cup panel was kind of, we it, we weren't thinking about it a whole lot like that just because the previous few years with COVID had been so, you know, so ambiguous, you know, no one knows what's going on. So, um. Just a few personal goals and whatever comes of them, then whatever panels come, we'll take whatever we can get. Yeah. No, exactly. Does it change your mindset going to this year in terms of off the back of a win now? So there's a there's a nice big number one on your Wagger history now, right at the very top. Yeah. Um, so that's nice. Yeah. Does that I change just... the mindset into this year in terms of confidence level? Or does being named on certain panels add to your expectation level? Um, not necessarily. I mean, like, don't get me, the the win is is very very nice, especially so early on in the year. Certainly puts me on the radar, like, pr- pr- pretty pretty nicely. But uh, the win was always something I've been I've been kind of chasing for the last two and a half years, more so for myself than than focusing on a Walker Cup panel. And I suppose yeah. it just puts a level of confidence in, in you um, to just keep going and keep playing well. Um, but I feel like you just go and play your season. You you try your best at every tournament. And the, the, I think I feel like the less you think about the panel, the the, the better for making it, for making the team, you know. Um, no, no, absolutely. Just go and you play your golf. You try to win every tournament you go to, otherwise, why bother? And then at the end, we'll see what what team is picked. So you're not you're not rocking up to golf courses this year. Going, uh, what's the course record and where's the first tee? That's not your approach. Well, I'm not Tiger Woods, uh, so no, <laughs> no, I, I I'd be a bit quieter. I wouldn't be announcing that every course I go to now. <laughs> uh, he he'd other uh, tried them to be able to overcome hence hence that attitude, but yeah. um, there's a bit of a break now in the old schedule, uh, men's championships wise in Ireland until. Kind of May, late yeah, April, May, May, I think. Irish amateur. Well, the the West is early April. Um, that's the first Irish one. But luckily, you know, being a part of the the Irish men's team, we have a couple of options to play in, in events before that. And uh, so yeah. Um, but as soon as April May comes, the whole Great Britain and Ireland scene just goes nuts you know you barely have a week off there for five months so yeah trying to kind of chill out as much this time of year as possible to get to <laughs> prepare yourself for that hopefully you know the pinnacle be in the walker cup in september see, the reason i'm looking down is I, I i took all the the men's championships and put them on my phone all right. uh, because it had every boys girls women's 
and men's and team uh, tournament was on the, the PDF from Golf Ireland. So I just took out all the, the men's and women's ones to track yeah. the year. So yeah, April 5th is the West and there's a couple of excursions with Team Ireland. You're, you're jetting off uh, this weekend with with, Friday, with the Friday team. Friday morning, yeah. We have, a, we have a few days training down in and then a, a match play tournament down in the southwest of Spain uh, with eight different European countries. So eight well, eight countries competing. It's a Certainly last year being there, uh, it was a very, very good uh, way to start the season. You know, you get your game in shape pretty good down there when you're playing the likes of France or Spain in, in match play. Um, I, 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 I reckon I've had a pretty good kind of take off the rust at the start of the season tournament, but it's certainly good to get exposure to that sort of uh, competitiveness early in the year. Ah, oh, deadly. And the reason I say that is like it's minus four, isn't it? What's it in Galway this week? Well, yeah, I nearly fell about four times going into college today on the <laughs> ice. So it'll be nice to go down to a bit warmer, uh, warmer yeah. conditions. I think it's hit down, the, hit down the cobblestones at the back at the bottom of uh, what street is it? The Shop Street. Shop the, the street. If, if you keep going all the way down the, the oh, cobblestones, yeah. you won't down fall the down street, there. Yeah, yeah, you stay, oh, yeah. You stay away from there. It's, yeah, stay down there. Um, what's your plan? So a good year this year. So if you hit whatever this year, you play well, you just execute the systems you have in place. Walker Cup or no Walker Cup, uh, you get your biomedical degree next year. What's have you like? Have you an idea to try the tour? Are you are you just kind of very short term mm-hmm. focused? I'm I'm in terms of trying the tour i would be quite short-term focused because you really don't know you know you could you could if i could say oh i'm going to try the tour and then in a year and a half be playing very poorly or you know on the converse you know be 20th in the world and you have all this backing behind you and everyone's saying go go and then you feel the con you feel so confident to do it so um I'm definitely going to finish my degree, first of all, anyways, get that in the bag. And then, you know, depending on how I'm feeling at the time, depending on my game, you know, loads of different circumstances. I, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely always think about giving it a go because I love it and I love the competition. But, you know, I'm not going to put the pressure on myself now to say, right, in a year and a half, you turn pro, you better be playing well, you know, because uh, otherwise you're going to be hungry. <laughs> Uh, no, but, no, exactly. What was I watching? I'm watching Breakpoint. You watching Breakpoint? I, I'm Tennis not, wasn't I w- one of those sports you grew up in Galway playing, no? No, I wouldn't be a huge uh, watcher of TV. No, I, I, I'm shocking. For... I, I'd, I'd recommend it. I'd recommend it over like Vikings, right? Because okay. there's the learnings from Breakpoint in terms of they go into like the mental, like it's all mental at that level. I mean, yeah. you say there like it's very measured and you don't put like expectations on yourself. <laughs> I forget which coach it was. Um, I think it was with the Greek girl or Greek lady, Greek woman. I uh, just to cover all those bases, you know. Yeah. Um, but it was around like the expectation of self is the not just the most mental um strain on your body but also it imparts a lot of physical strain in your body that expectation itself yeah and once this this greek player kind of got over that 
in matches, do you know what I mean? For a reactive sport, old tennis, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Throwing rackets around the place, etiquette level, <laughs> quite quite poor. Um, you know, once you got a handle on that, you now she started winning and progressing and got through to, you know, well, finals and stuff. Pretty much sums up my whole golfing career as well. Like uh, under, from when I was a kid, like you see people wearing Irish gear at tournaments and you're like, oh my God, this is the coolest thing ever. They have a shamrock on their clothes. And like all of your energy goes into getting picked on this panel that you want to go up to Carton House over the winter and 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 play for Ireland. And as soon as I left boys golf, I was like, right, well, I'm under 19. Am I going to be making real like men's panels? Probably not. Year after the leaving cert like expectations go and the next thing you know like you're performing so well because it's just like a weight is lifted off your shoulder and then you end up making irish panels and you're like well this actually is class <laughs> yeah but it's just, <laughs> yeah. when you stop focusing on those, those panels and it being the be all and end all to make them it's probably when you're going to make them um and i learned it the it's hard funny way. right thank god it's i funny. learned it like <laughs> oh exactly quite measured individual um over the christmas period there i, I had a chat with a few folks you know lauren watches and and brendan lawless and kind of recap their year and i asked them score your year out of out of five right but in the god sense on the course off the course score your year so the win is this year right can you score 2022 for me i can and i give it I, I'd give it a four. If I had a win, it would probably be a five. But, you know, I I was there, thereabouts a lot. And I definitely learned a lot from that. Probably helped me get the win in 2023. Um, so, yeah, and I, I just really enjoyed it. I, I loved the team aspects of it, the individual aspects, uh, going, competing, performing, playing really well. Didn't get quite get over the line but sure like when you have Hugh Foley winning north and south like it's just a bit selfish really that like sure he's even gone playing in like overage events to get more wins that's flat you know I mean? he, he's going to yeah. mid amateur events and everything oh yeah sure that's that's just <laughs> shocking altogether like shocking altogether but, uh, you know? no like Mr. Srixon yeah anyway. I, I wouldn't say that I lost a lot of events last year I'd say that other people went and won them Um, you know like what I, what I did in South America so listen like it's definitely it's a solid four out of five 2022 for me i learned a lot oh deadly and then two or three kind of goals are that'd be nice next christmas to look at or remember in yeah. terms of achievements i definitely want another win uh one more win this year to make up for my gaping loss of wins the last three years <laughs> um yeah one more win would be lovely um I'd like to crack the top 100 in Wagger. And just, and I suppose a mental goal I've set with my coach is to have short-term memory. So after a tournament, whether it be a, a good tournament or a near win or a miscut, just as soon as you leave the gates of that club that week, after the week's finished, you know, it's gone, it's done um on to the next because i suppose a, a big flaw of mine over the last couple of years would have been 
I held on to stuff a bit too much. Um, yeah. And for some reason that ended up like turning maybe a fourth or a fifth place into, in my mind, into a disappointing week. And if I was on the PGA Tour, that's, what, 300, 400 grand straight into the bank account? Like you're you're going home and you're having a great time after a fourth or a fifth place in the PGA Tour. So, um, so yeah, like I have, a, I have a stat on that. Like, uh, watch Jack Nicola, Nicholas's uh, win average. Um, probably. Oh, it wasn't even that great. It was only major. His win, his major wins were crazy. I'd say maybe like five percent, twelve, twelve percent. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 12%. so Macaroon the greatest one of the greatest golfers of all time is the 12 percent win yeah. rate yes. yeah you know it's that whole short-term <laughs> memory thing that's the last kind of goal i'd love to nail if i could nail that i feel like a lot of more good things will come out the back of it no oh, deadly um mr nolan quick fire q a are you ready i uh, go for it go for it what would your walk-on song be uh star the county down high king's version I'll be rocking and rolling through the rest of these questions. So, um, gym or pizza? Uh, recently, gym. Kind of last 22 years, Liam Nolan probably would have been pizza, but I've gotten into the gym recently. I'm really enjoying it. So I'm going to go gym. Ah, good, man. It helps with the old type one as well. Yeah, for uh, sure. Like the lack of pizza is probably a bigger <laughs> help than the, than the gym for type one. <laughs> Um, you don't have you probably have enough measuring devices you don't need a whoop or a Fitbit or a I, I do, I, on top of it yeah I got a whoop recently really enjoying it really kind of you know good, great insight great insight for really. sleep more than anything, I have one with Sophie's three so I have it three years and I know it's just meant to be quick for a Q&A but yeah like I can't promote it enough for anyone who gets like in their head about exercise like I used to and actually like five out of seven days I should just go for a walk yeah, I, I no. found. Yeah, I know quick fire, but I just w when we got over to South America, obviously like time difference, all this stuff. But I, I figured out how long it takes me to recover properly after travel. So it takes me like I would have thought I had a great night's sleep. Maybe the second night we were over there, I had like twenty five percent recovery. So now I like now I'm pretty happy knowing how long I need to arrive at the tournament, like. And a, a, a tournament, say in Spain, how many days before I need to be there so I can be ready to go on the first day, you know, fully recovered. So I, I was like, this is this is class. <laughs> I've been I've been wondering this kind of shooting in the dark for years. <laughs> no, it's deadly. I'm, we'll get back to the q in a second. But I'd say some hoop scores in Le Hinch on a Friday are horrific, I would say, <laughs> because they've been in the mod till four. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, where are we now? Well, you have one on the wardrobe behind you. Uh, folks, this will be lost on them, but hat, visor, or bucket hat? What was the first one, sorry? Are you a hat, a visor, or a bucket hat, hat type of golfer? Ooh, uh, I'm going to go bucket hat in good weather. They're quite cool. So They are quite cool. Bucket hat vibes. Happy Gilmore or Tin Cup? Uh, happy Gilmore. Walk or cart? Walk. Win the Open or win the Masters? Win the Masters. First Irishman ever. So definitely want to win the Masters. Uh, Harrington has won 84 ball speed this week. You know? Yeah. 
Your green jacket. Exactly. I'd take um, Harry's career just as a disclaimer. <laughs> just <laughs> not this and Harry's in the middle. <laughs> Instagram or Twitter? Instagram. Play or practice? Uh, play. Deadly. I have one bonus question. Go for and it. And it's like a hypothetical one. Telling a bit of a story. Uh, let's say you're after a win and you'll say it's down in uh, Le Hinch. TJ Ford's down there these days, the old new operations manager. All right. Um, is he down so Le Hinch? He is, yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. He is with, with about a week. <laughs> okay. So he's still, he's still getting accustomed. I sent him the taxi man's number the other day. All right. <laughs> I said, Here, you may, you, may, uh, you may take that. It's, it's the cousin. He'll take care of you. But uh, <laughs> we'll say it's the, the Monday night. Uh, the day after you've won the South. So you've done all the official dinner stuff is the Sunday night. Okay. Um, and the family stuff is taken care of on the Sunday night. Okay. And you're having your own little celebratory dinner and you can have whoever you want at it. Three people down the left, three people down the right, dead, alive, fictional, real. Who is at Liam Nolan's candlelit dinner? Oof. <laughs> um, who is at my dinner? That was a great question. Uh, Michael Collins. How many people do I have? Three down the left, three down the right. So Michael Collins. Oof. This is, is this right is beside you. Yeah, he has to be there. Kenny Fahey. I suppose Tom Nolan, my father. Three more. There's the three down the left. There's the three down the right. We'll have to get a few musicians in there, wouldn't we? Billy Joel. Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> and Asher Tiger Woods can come along if he if he wants. Deadly. He'll just ask you what's the what's the course record and where's the first tee. Um, yeah, it's... no, it's deadly. Liam, thanks a million. Been really really insightful. We've learned a little, a little bit more about the Galway men today, and sure we might heat up for another practice round for the South this year. You never know. Sounds good, Paddy. Thanks for having me. There you go. That is Liam Nolan, Galway man. Uh, for forgave or forwent for go for gone forgave he didn't go on the golf scholarships he focused on himself on making sure he was secure for his future smart guy biomedical engineer i might have done a project on replacement knees in my college days but i wasn't smart enough to do the full course and so fair dues to the man absolute elite golfer was patient in his younger days and what do you know, when he didn't start thinking about it all the time, that's when he started making the panel. So we got a bit of learning there as well. Let's not focus on the number this year for myself. Let's not focus on getting to scratch, getting to plus one. I'm 3.1, right? So let's just focus on playing better golf and it'll happen. Focus on the systems, not the goals sometimes, but build the systems around the goals you want to achieve. Uh, so some really insightful stuff there about, you know, I uh, didn't know that, that Liam had type 1 diabetes. Um, so he factors that into his travel now. He keeps an eye on it with Whoop. I, look, this is not a Whoop endorsed or sponsored podcast. I'm using it three years. I love it. And that's why I ask people coming out, like, how do they measure their performance? It could be about how they feel, or they might be using it as a device. And given he has sensors attached to the bionicle man almost, Nolan is, um, with a sensor for diabetes, of course. Um, I didn't think he'd have another device on him. Uh, but he does. And it's fantastic to see that he actually utilizes the data there in his recovery. And now he knows how many days in advance of a tournament he needs to be on site maybe to get some proper recovery. To It's all about those percentages, folks. Isn't it, isn't it glorious? 
So that's it. Um, next Monday. So this one's going out today. Friday, you might be picking this up on Saturday morning on your walk. And uh, we're getting back to regular programming. I said I didn't wait. We haven't posted one in a couple of weeks because of, you know, life and stuff. But I'm keeping myself accountable. We're going to hit 52 episodes at least this year. The next victim up, the next person on the ep- on the schedule next Monday uh, is Peter O'Keefe. 41 years old, maybe? Uh, we'll give him 41. Um, much fitter than that. Most mobile man in Ireland, I'd imagine. Uh, Walker Cup panellist. So he'll be striving to make that team for, um, as is Liam Nolan. He wouldn't say it, but of course he is. It's in his sights uh, for the, the home of golf. It's only in September this year. So looking forward to that chat with Peter on Monday. I hope you are too. Until we teed up again soon. Have a lovely weekend. Until we teed up again soon. I'm Paddy. <laughs>